And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in. It's the Three and Out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us again for another week. Gunnersville takes down Douglas last week, 40-6. to And now they will turn their attention to Boaz in another region game and also another county game. Once again, thank you guys so much for joining us again. I'm Joe Cagle. That's Zach Ross. That's John Davis Rollins. Uh, did both of you guys make it to Douglas last week, and did both of you eat? I was going to say, you said Gunnersville took down the Douglas Eagles. Yeah. I took down the concession stand. Nice. What would you get? <laughs> What'd you get? Well, a lot of people were confused. Because you go to the visiting side, and they just have the generic nachos and stuff. Right. you got to go to the home side. That's yeah. where the stuff is. Indeed. I had a pork tenderloin sandwich. Oh, was it good? It is. I got there too late. I got there. like it, it was so – yeah, I know. I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself. But I, we we were fighting to try to find a seat. It was packed. I figured there. it would be. Yeah, and um, from everything I heard from Coach Reese, um, from the players – one of the most physical teams they've ever played, from what I've heard, that oh, Douglas yeah. team. Gosh, that running back number 11. Number 11. He was a hoss. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Doesn't look like the Douglas of old. Well, they need to update their uh, their height and weight on uh, <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> on the website. Not because, accurate. No, it was not accurate. You know, we were talking about how, the, like, the Wildcats had a major size advantage, but it was they were, they were big. On Y'all both talking sides. about probably uh, uh, Dakota Stewart and Eli Teal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Those guys have been – that's this is their third year now playing right. for Brandon Lyles, and those are two guys that Brandon Lyles has talked about when he took the job. You know these these guys are these guys are the ones that I'm going to be leaning on. But I, I fully expect that team to be a playoff team. I you know right. they're going to beat Crossville. Um, yeah, should beat should beat Scottsboro, maybe, and then obviously Boaz. Uh, you know, not having the kind of year they hoped that they would have so far, but. They do get a shot at the Guntersville Wildcats tonight. Uh, Boaz comes to Guntersville uh, for another area matchup. This is not as good of a Boaz team last year, but still, Coach Sullivan does a good job, and um, it's going to have to be a, a game that you know Guntersville is going to have to be prepared for. Yeah, they've got a lot of youth. I mean, you look at their lineup; a lot of sophomores in their lineup, um, and so that's probably a big part of what they're what they're kind of struggling with a little bit right now. I know they returned a lot on defense. They have a lot of seniors on defense. Um, and that, But really, that's the that's the side of the ball they've kind of struggled on this year. You know, when they played Albertville, gave up a lot of big plays. Um, but, you know, also against Scottsboro, dug themselves a major hole early on by turning the ball over three straight times. So, That'll you know, a lot of, lot, of, lot of mistakes, a lot of, you know, but – this is where you start to see a young team sort of grow up after game game three, you know. Uh, so, uh, Wildcats, you know, they have a, a formidable opponent, uh, certainly tonight. Boaz is one of those teams, too, uh, as a Gunnersville grad, both of you, but also as an Arab grad. It's always one of those teams you like to beat. It's one of those things. Arab, Gunnersville, and Albertville can all agree that we don't like Boaz. Yes. But then Boaz, Albertville, and Arab can agree that we don't like Albertville. Yeah. And then everybody agrees that we don't like Arab. Would you say right. Albertville agrees that they they don't like Albertville? Yes. What is it about Arab that y'all? <laughs> Albertville doesn't like themselves. <laughs> explain explain to this 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 Arab grad. What is it about Arab that 
that just uh, makes you roll your eyes. <laughs> I mean, well, I look at the county kind of like SEC. Yeah. You know, Gunnersville is, is to me, mm-hmm. you might think differently. Gunnersville's Alabama to me. Same color scheme, so that you know, helps. Um, Albertville is Auburn. Sometimes they get lucky and, you know, win a couple <laughs> and get a two-year span going. And and then and then Arab Arab to me is like Tennessee. It's just that ugly uh, man. ugly blue. Don't call us Tennessee. Uh, but, us. Uh, Let me don't call don't call Arab Ole Miss. Tennessee. I'll take that. Okay, that's yeah. John Davis talking. Let me just say, as an elected official in this county, I love right. all, I love the entire county. <laughs> I love every team. Every team is Alabama or Auburn, whichever ABC. one you prefer to call them. ABC <laughs> always be closing. <laughs> Zach over here campaigning hey. no matter what. It, isn't it coming up? Uh, my, mine's not until 2026. So oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just you just yeah. you're just raised. That's funny. Like I was raised as an Alabama fan. I don't like <clears throat> Auburn. <clears throat> yeah, but we were raised in school not to like Arab. That would be funny to to get people's opinion of. It changes over time because I'll, I'll just tell you. I know what I said, but like when I was in high school, we had a rivalry with Boaz over anybody because they. I think it was my junior year. They trounced us fifty-one to seven in football, and they did not let us forget it. They yeah. When we played them in in and uh, it was either baseball or basketball. Basketball because I was there. They put they put the score of the football game up during warm-ups. Oh, yeah, I've seen them do that before. Of the game. Like, they put it up 51-7. to So, they did not let us forget yeah. that they stomped our football team that year. And uh, so, that was a rivalry, which over the years, that's kind of gone down. And some some years it was Albertville, you know, that was neck and neck. And then some years it was Arab. But uh, it kind of just fluctuates. Well, for sometimes. me personally, through middle school basketball at Arab and then on through varsity, we couldn't beat them. They had this group. We were we had a good group. They had a really good group, and we had some kind of a mental issue. We could not beat them, and then we finally we exercised the demons our senior year. We beat them at home, and then we beat them for the county championship. Boy, that was sweet. It really was. So that kind of has always stuck in my head. Anytime I see Boaz on any kind of schedule, so I think um, obviously I think Guntersville does get the win tonight. I think uh, Boaz is a little bit down this year, like you said, very young. Um, I, I, there's still some, obviously, some improvements to be made. Uh, you know, I think Spurgeon's getting better, obviously, throwing the ball. Uh, I don't think he's exactly where Kennedy and Reese want him yet, uh, which is fine. What, they're four games in. Um, that's the fourth time he's played quarterback now. <laughs> he's started as yeah. quarterback. So, But he is making improvements, no doubt. But then, you know, Boaz is going to come in very, I don't want to say cocky, but I well, mean, they – it's the Guntersville game, but they also hung fifty-five on Crossville last week. Oh yeah, but of course we beat Crossville sixty, but you know sixty-four. Can't compare much to Crossville. I just know, like me but comparing Florida State playing Duquesne, you just can't. You don't play them on. You put, don't play these games on paper, right? You no. play them on the field, and and some sometimes you know as as we'll get to in the next segment, sometimes you know you don't you don't uh, the games are a little closer. Yeah. Than what execution might be an issue for Coach Sullivan and Boaz, but motivation won't be. No, it won't. So be. that's that's what you got to remember. Anytime anytime you're hosting a county team, especially like Boaz, you got to be ready to play. And I and I think they will. I, I don't have any doubt. I think this team's ready to play. Um, obviously, some big games coming up too. We'll get into the rest of the schedule coming up. We will look at what's going on in the rest of the county, and then we will dive into some college football. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities. 
located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. It's football time in Alabama. Our students are learning big American lessons. You can start with your God-given talents, and through practice, hard work, and sacrifice, you have the ability to become champions. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. May God bless all of our students representing our high schools during this season, and may God bless the United States of America. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. They opened their first store nearly 50 years ago right here in downtown Gunnersville, and now have over 300 locations in 17 states. Buying from the industry's leading fashion manufacturers allows Factory Connection to offer name brand and specialty store fashions that are 25 to 75% below retail. And they restock twice a week, every week. With great looks and serious savings, Factory Connection is your fashion connection. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. 
From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of CA Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in three and out pregame show. Little Led Zeppelin immigrant song coming back in for our buddy Jim Peterson. Makes me want to form tackle somebody. Yeah, for sure. Pumps you up for sure. I think he might be our number. I think Chief Peterson is, and maybe Zach Lee. Yes, Zach Lee. Is you know, he he. Long time listener. We're in a group. Man. We're in a group text with Zach and I are in a group text yeah. with Zach. He every every week he'll say, "Gotcha." Yeah, I don't think he's good. missed a show. I've had a few other people reach out to me and, and say that they enjoy the show. I but I'm going to I'm going to side with with Jim Peterson <laughs> as our oh. number one fan, just because of what could potentially happen to me if right. I don't. Exactly. You know, so if you're ever, cut, you know, you put me if you're ever you pulled to. over, if you're ever pulled over, me, Zach Ross, or John Davis, we can just say, hey, could you give Jim Peterson a call real quick? He really likes the show. <laughs> but we do appreciate We appreciate all the listeners, as always. Uh, tonight, there will be games tonight. Nobody's getting moved to Friday. I'll tell you what, I hate to be the weatherman, but dang, the weather's been nice. I mean, we've had, you look at the 10-day forecast, so we're nice. looking like we got Southern California weather. It's like 10 <laughs> days. It's 80 so, sunny. So it's our nice. it's our fake fall. We'll have we'll and probably then it'll have be 100 degrees in a week. We'll probably have a stretch where it gets miserable again, and then boom, it'll be fall. I hope. Uh, but tonight, Boaz is at Gunnersville. Um, let's see around the county. Scottsboro travels to Arab. I've got a feeling about that game. I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like Arab could slip up. I feel like this could be a tricky game for Arab. I know Scottsboro's not. Exactly, world beaters, but you know, Arabs having a good season, um, and they've got a good coach, so they could prevent them from looking ahead to anything else. But I think it could be a tricky game for Arabs, without a doubt. You saw what Scottsboro did on the road to Boaz. Oh, yeah, um, you turned the ball over enough. That yeah, they can take advantage. I mean, yeah. they put up what was it, thirty six points on yeah. on Boaz, um, and uh, it is a tricky game. I, I mm-hmm. think I think it could be a lot closer than what people think. Yeah, Crossfoot Sardis. I don't, don't really know who to pick. Them I up. don't either. Sardis, actually, Sardis will win big in that one. Sardis beat yeah. DAR really bad a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, Crossville, God bless them. I mean, those kids, they're, they're playing every night. But, man, tough. I, I feel for them. And then Austin at Albertville. So, see how that goes. So, that's around the county. Let's talk about some college football. And let's, let's start off with Texas ATM. Um Getting knocked off by the Appalachian State Mountaineers. I called that, by the way. He called it, and then if we go back to the very first Mm -hmm. show, you asked us what our biggest disappointments were going to be. I didn't necessarily say that they were going to lose that game, Mm -hmm. but I did say that they were going to drop off. Yeah. They they have no quarterback. No, they don't. I don't understand understand why Haynes King. And then, then, Jimbo, this proves to me – I've said it all along. I think Jimbo's a good coach. He's not a great coach. And I think in the post game he said somebody asked him about why not get Max Johnson in when obviously Haynes King is not moving the ball. And Jimbo said, "Well, we 
We weren't extending drives enough on offense to get Max in. You're not extending drives because your offense isn't moving. Because of your quarterback. Your quarterback moves the offense. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just – I've never been – I have never been a Jimbo. And now my – I'm telling you all, I'm – Brian Kelly will at least sniff a national title before – Here we go again. Before – before Jimbo Fisher even wins the West. I don't, I don't think either thing happens. That's probably more likely. But if I had a gun to my head and said choose which one's going to happen first – Brian Kelly will win a national title before Jimbo ever gets I would to Atlanta. Say, I would say neither and just take the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good enough. It's mean, 30 yeah, years 30, been good enough I'm, for you. I'm done, man. Well, what's going to happen to the harbor if we don't have John Davis? <laughs> well, and he, here's the thing, too. Like, I know there's a lot's been said about NIL and, and, and A&M. Yeah, $30 and million dollars on that and roster. That. Like, like, you can really tell when guys are at places for the right reasons and they actually want to be there right. and they actually invest. Like, because we've seen, like, I mean, I'll just use Auburn. Like, Auburn, you know, struggled in recruiting at times, but they're at least getting guys that want to be there. Right, exactly. And and so they'll sometimes they'll overperform in games because their guys, like, actually care about the place that they're playing at hey. and, and, you know, care about their program and maybe coaches. And so. for Jimbo, there's no time to – Sit around and, and dwell on no. it. I mean, you got the pirate coming in tomorrow, Mississippi State. No, 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 no. It's oh, it's Miami this week. That's right, Miami. The hurricane. Sorry, the pirate goes to Baton Rouge, and Miami mm. is as motivated as a team can be. And they was, they think right. that they're world beaters. And that right was now. supposed to be such a good game for this week. Yep, Miami A and M and. A&M screwed that up. A&M's, A&M's still favored. Game day, well, would, game day would have gone there Probably. if A&M went and lost last now week. Now they're going to App State. I, mean, I love it. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, Alabama. Jeez. Next. I don't know if – Flip nah, the page. No, nah, we, need to, we, need, to, we need to eat our crow on this. Here's what I'm upset about. <laughs> here's what I'm upset to say is that I can say this sentence. Man, I haven't seen an Alabama team play that bad since – Last year, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. I mean, it's two years in a row now, man. I I don't really know, and I know they won. I mean, let's let's say that first. They won the game. Yeah. So, um, also the the uh, it wasn't a safety. It wasn't grounding. No, no. Whatever you want to say, like man. it it he 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 had his hand on the ground. I will. It's not down. He threw the ball. Hit a helmet. Like uh, the 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 roughing and the targeting was absolute Awful. crap, and I'm glad that they overturned that. Even though I've never seen a ref say, "Oh, we communicated it wrong." I know, uh, but so, but okay, that's fine. I'm fine with that. You at least admit that you were wrong. Okay, we'll take that off the board, and it's fourth down and punt. But uh, <laughs> I thought it was too. I had accepted it. I mean, I had. I was like, well, about to get beaten, Texas, or the second row. So I was, at a, I was at a volleyball tournament. Ah, so. The only parts that I saw, I went back and rewatched the whole game. Oh, unfortunately, gosh. the only part that I saw mm-hmm. was the uh, first touchdown we had. Yeah, and the field Jason. goal at the end. That's it. I missed that's all. all of you the, saw, that's all. You at didn't the miss beginning. Anything. At the you beginning. You didn't miss anything. I, I, Alabama has to find a receiver that can stretch the field. When you, yeah, when they haven't had a, a single pass play over thirty yards. And when you look back at Tua Mac. These quarterbacks, these great offenses that Alabama's had, they've got the talent in certain areas, but they they don't have that receiver like Jamison Williams yeah. that can stretch the field. And what, maybe they've got it that he's just injured, Harrell, yeah. uh, Tyler Harrell. Yeah. Um, or maybe some of these freshmen 
But right now, there's nobody that can stretch not, the field. I'm not writing Jermaine Burton off yet either. Yeah, um, no, no. And, and to be honest with you, I think that the conditions of the the whole game that, that was the crowd was nuts. Yeah, it was a very loud crowd. Um, you know, it's hard to simulate that. It's hard to simulate too a, a, a team that's better than advertised. Texas is obviously better. They have a good good defense. They do. They have a very good defensive front. Um, I think Alabama read a little bit too much going into the game about how bad they were going to beat Texas. Um, you're human. It's hard not to. I believed it. Heck, before the game started, I said I don't think Texas will score twenty. How many did they score? Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> if you had told me before the game Texas only going to score nineteen, I would say oh, Alabama won by thirty. All right. Yeah. But I, I haven't given up on Jermaine Burton yet. I I still think. I still think he made the correct decision coming over. He looked – listen, I know, Utah State. He looked great against Utah State. So, I I, I genuinely believe that he's going to make that jump. And we've got two weeks now. you got UL Monroe and you got Vandy two weeks in a row to, to get right before you go to Fayetteville. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, man. You, you play like that in Fayetteville and you don't just get beat. You get beat by I don't, double digits. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know who Arkansas has got the next two weeks, but – they they win the next two games, and it's undefeated, undefeated. Oh. I mean, game day is going to be there. CBS game. We I never, mean, we never. Alabama never plays well there. Never. And and but they've been bailed out because Arkansas's been so bad for mm-hmm. for the last you know several years. Not and, the uh, case this year. They've no. got Missouri State and then at Texas A and M. Gotcha. That, uh, that's two wins. Let's get a break here. Um, We'll, when we come back, we're going to visit with uh, Boaz coach Jeremy Sullivan, we'll talk a little bit more college football, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this game coming up tonight, Gunnersville versus Boaz. This is a three-and-out pregame show. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests, from preschoolers to senior adults. 
there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville, and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic fans building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm and Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats from the Marshall County Gas District. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. We're joined now by Boaz, head coach Jeremy Sullivan. Coach, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, obviously a big matchup with Gunnersville, but uh, before we get into Gunnersville, just kind of uh, take us through how the season's going so far and just uh, your assessment of your team so far. Well, we, uh, you know, we've, we've, it's been kind of a struggle for us this year so far. We played some really good teams early in our schedule with, uh, with you know, Jacksonville and Albertville and uh, Scottsboro, and, and we got a young, a young team for the most part. Uh, we're starting eight sophomores on offense, and our uh, first guy in is a ninth grader. So there's been some growing pains there, but kids are working hard and they're trying to get better. And you know, I think the best for this team is yet to come. And, uh, you know, so it's been uh, when we were, we were able to get a win last week against Crossville, and you know, I hope that gave us a little bit of confidence in what we're doing, and, and uh, got a lot of kids, a lot of playing time, and helped us sort through some personnel stuff that we're still, you know, trying to get through. And when you're young like that, it's hard to figure out where everybody needs to be on the bus, you know, what seat they need to be in, and all that stuff. So we're uh, we're we're working, you know continuing to work to get better, and I hope hope by the end of the season we can have a pretty good team. Well, you know, you talk about, you know, your team being young, and obviously y'all have had some tough, close games. How important is that sometimes for a young team to, to see games like that? 
Well, I think it's real important. I think it's it's good for them to play good competition and you know see uh, see high level you know you know guys on the other side that are good players. And, you know, I just think it makes you better. You know, iron sharpens iron, and uh, the better people that you play against, the the better you're going to be able to the better you're going to be able to be in the long run. And some of those kids have really improved. We got a we got a right tackle that you know this is first time ever starting a varsity football game this year. He's a completely different player five weeks into the season than he was, you know, starting the year out. And and we got a lot of kids like that. That's just one that jumps to mind for me. And you know, we we gotta, you know, we just gotta keep we gotta keep coaching them, and and they gotta keep a a positive attitude, and and you know, keep uh keep working, knowing that that you know, keep their eye on the prize, and knowing what we're trying to get to. And uh, you know, I think uh, they've done a good job of that. I guess through some of your um you know, specific personnel groups and, and who we should look for, uh, who are some of your playmakers and um, who's some of your big guys over there on the defensive side. All right, on the, on the offensive side, uh, our quarterback, Tyler Pierce, he's a sophomore. Uh, he's had a big year so far, and he's real important to us, obviously. Uh, our our best receiver, we got two kids that have caught a lot of balls. Well, they've all caught a lot of balls. Probably our best receiver right now is one of the few seniors we have on offense, a kid named Gavin Smart, and uh, he's played a lot of football for us. He's a three-year starter, and uh, he's made a lot of plays in the passing game this year, and I hope that continues. Uh, we got uh, a kid named Walker Holland up front, who's our only senior on the offensive line, and uh, he's uh, he's done a good job, and he's uh, he's really uh, really improved this year, and he's really been a good leader for us. Uh, defensively, uh, up front, probably starts with uh, a kid named Connor Washburn, who's our best defensive lineman. Uh, he plays some end and some and some tackle for us in our full man front stuff. And uh, then Mike Linebacker's a kid named Bo Hester. He's a good player. Uh, and then in the secondary, he's our only returning all state player, all 135 pounds of him. Kid named <laughs> Corbin Pitts. Uh, he had uh, seven interceptions last year. I think he's already got one or two this year. And uh, Corbin's a kid, you know, gets those other young kids lined up, and and uh, he uh, makes a lot of the. Makes a lot of calls on defense, and he's a he's a good uh, a good leader for us. You're uh, obviously very familiar with Gunnersville. You've been at been at Boaz for several years now. Uh, the, the, despite the fact it's a county game, it's also another region game for you guys. Um, just what do you see different in this year's Gunnersville team, and what do you see the same when you watch them on film? Well, as long as Coach Reese is coaching at Gunnersville, and maybe even after he's gone, I don't know, but they they are always so sound on defense, and you know they do what they're going to do, and you know they're going to be in the right place, they're going to have their eyes in the right place, and they're going to play hard. Uh, offensively, they're a little more run oriented this year, and and a lot more quarterback, you know, a little more quarterback run oriented just because of their personnel, but. You know, they've been running essentially the same system as long as I've been here. And, you know, they do a good job at it. Coach Reese and his staff are, you know, really good coaches, guys that I really respect as far as coaches go. And uh, they're, uh, you know, they're good people, good men, and they do a great job of coaching those guys. And they have some talented players, you know. And, and so we, uh, you know, we definitely respect them and respect them as coaches and, and as a team. And, you know, they're the fourth-ranked team in 5A for a reason. And we are excited about the opportunity to get to play them and see how we measure up. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Best of luck tonight, and I hope we can catch up again soon. I appreciate it, man. You have a great day. Thanks for having me on. And that was Boaz head coach Jeremy Sullivan. I have always liked Coach Sullivan. I remember he took the job in, guy, 20 
16. 16, I think. Yeah. I went and interviewed him for the first time when we were putting our football special together for the Gleam. And I just – he's just such a laid back – he's a player's coach for sure. Um, but that don't get that confused with he doesn't demand um, what's best out of his players because he absolutely does. And he usually gets it. Last year he had a really good group. A lot of seniors last year. Really good running back. Um, it was a good team for sure. Like you said, Zach, this is a young team for sure. Uh, and – you know, we expect Gunnersville to win this game, but like we said earlier in the first segment, you know, it's Boaz, it's a county game, it's a region game. You you better be ready. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, and like I said, you'll start to see whether these young guys for Boaz are growing up. When when I look at their roster, they've got a sophomore quarterback. They've got sophomores at quarterback, running back, three receivers, and the entire right side of the line and center. That's a lot of youth, um, you know, going up against, you know, some fairly experienced Gunnersville players on defense. Yeah, and what they do on offense, Boaz, they, they spread it out a lot on offense, uh, I think more so than they did last year. And I think the reason they do that is because they're more uh, equipped to do that. If you get the ball out quickly and get it get it in spaces, it, it helps a young offensive line. But the problem that Jeremy Sullivan's got tonight is that this year's Gunnersville defense is really built to cover a spread right. offense. Right. I, I don't know. They're 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 lean and they're fast on oh, defense. Oh, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Gunnersville linebackers have been really impressive, getting into space and making plays. Um, it's 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 going to be it's going to be fun. Um, you know, and especially with both teams try to spread out. You know, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, uh, for sure. Whichever way it goes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we should we should. Uh, I don't know, Coach, at the beginning of the week, Coach Reese said that uh, rehab for Sam Kennedy was looking good, so hopefully we get third and Kennedy back tonight. I, I was shocked when I saw him on a on crutches. Yeah, he hurt it in practice, apparently, and it's an ankle. I mean, you can – the worst the worst ankle roll you've ever seen can end up being less of an injury than right. a minor ankle minor, roll. So, yeah. ankles are weird. So, But Coach Reese said at the beginning of the week he was looking much better, but – I don't know. He may may not see Kennedy again this week. May rest it one more week. I don't know. That'd be been, great to see him out there, though. That's been Doctor Cagle with your medical review of the week. Thank you. We need somebody to sponsor that. Does he get paid extra th- for that? You think you think Bogus would sponsor that? <laughs> I think he would. Um, but anyway, so Boaz at Gunnersville not excited about that. A little bit more college football for you before we uh, head to the next segment. So this weekend, pretty big weekend. Auburn takes on Penn State in the first. Gary Danielson game of the year. I'm just oh. so excited. <laughs> so so that means the Auburn um that means the Auburn pregame radio show comes on right here at 11:30. Tune in to 95.9 on tune in. Yes. And yeah. Match it up with the game it like works. Blake said. It works. Uh and then you can tune out. Yes. Gary Danielson. Tune in and tune out. <laughs> well see. I love listening it. to Gary and and Vern before he retired. Everybody thought it was Vern. Was the no, no, no. Now you and have Brad Nestler, Brad Nestler, and we're like, and we're oh, like God, he's, he's awful too. No, 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 no. It's it's. it's I love he's, Brad Nestler. He's Brad Nestler's fantastic. I love Brad Nestler. I hope he comes over once we make the SEC change back to to ABC and everything off of CBS. I hope Brad comes with him. And we've got an orange out. Jordan Hare. Oh, nice. Jordan Hare is going to be. So are they going to? Is the team going to wear orange, or are they just going to do the orange face mask? Just face mask. Gotcha. 
there's been a lot of rumors about that, but yeah. Well, listen, I I, I do want to talk a little bit about too about Auburn last week. I I mean I just don't. I think Tank got what Tank between Tank and um, Jarquez Hunter, between those two, they didn't get enough carries last week. Right. Um, and to me, when you've got when you got a guy that you're trying to figure out at quarterback, and then you got a backup who looks talented but still doesn't know where to go with the ball, you got to lean on that running game, and surely that's what Auburn's going to do tomorrow. Wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. Because that's but, not where Penn State's good. Yeah, because yeah, Penn State's secondary is very, very good. Yes. Um, uh, one of the best in the country. Uh, so you would think, yes, that's what they're going to lean on. Um, their defense was on the field uh, way too long last week against San Jose State. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Auburn. Um, you know, especially in that first half going into halftime. I mean, they kept – San Jose State kept uh, converting third downs. Mm-hmm. And that's just very unlike Auburn in that situation. We've seen the Auburn offense struggle, you know, through the years a good bit. Yeah. But the defense has usually been fairly solid. But San Jose State was finding some success, and so they've definitely got to patch that up. And the one thing we have an advantage against the Yankees when they come down here is early September humidity. And Auburn's not going to have it this weekend, of course. They, they've, they've got to figure out um, – because so San Jose State – like only ran the ball for 54 yards, okay, mm-hmm. but but had the advantage in time of possession. That doesn't make much sense. It doesn't. You know, typically the passing teams don't, you know, because of the yeah. st- clock stopping on incompletions and all that. And so Auburn should win, with those running backs, should win time of possession every single game. They should beat Penn State too. I just – I don't know if, if, if um, Franklin and Penn State – and the defense is able to force Auburn to throw the football, then it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. But if if Tank and Jarquez get theirs, could I'll, we could we see a quarterback change for Auburn? I mean they they went to they went to the freshman last week and had the interception quickly as soon as he tried to throw the ball. What about a uh, uh, was it Calzana? Obviously no, that ain't just, working out. Just I mean is he just written off completely? I guess. They gotta save know. him for the Iron Bowl. I don't, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but like I said, that that pregame comes on right here on WTWX at eleven thirty sharp. Um, I don't know what the crowd reaction would be if they came out in orange jerseys. It'd be loud, but you run the risk of gosh, you can't lose. Beat. Yeah, you can't you can't lose in like like with a like special uniform game. Oh, like Georgia did in 2008. Exactly. I was at that game. I was, I was at that game. And then T-Bow and the Gators came out in all white against yeah, uh, Bama uh, in 2009. And yep, that didn't go well. Um, other games, you got uh, Mississippi State at LSU. Yes. Mississippi State, two-and-a-half point favorite. That's a 5 o'clock central kickoff. And we, we've obviously talked about um, uh, A&M hosting Miami. Mm-hmm. That's an 8 o'clock primetime uh, kickoff. And then Alabama – 50-point favorites um, at home to Louisiana Monroe. And then South Carolina gets to uh, I, be sacrificed by Georgia. Can I withdraw my South Carolina upset pick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go can ahead I, and Can I withdraw, withdraw my that? South Carolina sleeper? Just, I don't know. I just really thought they were going to look better than they have. My, my brother-in-law, God, know, God I, bless him. He is just, their first road test. But their first road test at, at Vietnam. I mean, come easy. on. I'll go ahead and withdraw it. Uh, you know. And if it happens, then I can say I was right at one point. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I, I'm withdrawing that they're going to be a sleeper. So, 
I like the way Kentucky looks. I like the way Tennessee looks. Tennessee does look good, unfortunately. Offensively, Tennessee is tough. I mean, yeah. that is a yep. that is a hard game. They get one more tune up. They get one more tune up. They got Akron tomorrow, so they'll uh, score 150 if they want. I, to. I'm not a fan of our our three three of our four away games. No, Mm-mm. I'm I'm not looking forward to. Alabama could be a three-loss team. I'm not year. looking forward to Vietnam. I'm not just looking forward to Knoxville. Just chill out. I'm <laughs> not, I, and to be honest, you know, everybody was talking about LSU's offense last week. I mean, I was in, I was as impressed with LSU win over Southern as I was about Boaz beating Crossville. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, sure. but that, yeah, Baton Rouge at night is I don't like it, and I'm not looking forward to going to Ole Miss either. Mm-mm. Our four our four away games, I'm not looking forward to them. Agreed. It's been a fun college football season. We're two two games in. It's been awesome. We've already had a coach fired at I a major know. program. <laughs> Scott Frost at Nebraska. That was about a year too late. Um, <laughs> they they should have never hired him. They should, probably should have never hired him. Tim but, Brando. Tim Brando once said that Scott Frost was the next Nick Saban. I love Tim Brando. <laughs> me and Tim Brando actually got into a Twitter spat one time in, in college. He actually replied to me on Twitter. Oh, he's a pro- replied to me too and blocked me. I'm I was, blocked by Tim. I Brando was hating on, on him Twitter. hard one day and he. And he replied, and I was like, whoa. He, he tweeted about it, and he was like, listen here, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have screenshotted that tweet. Oh, man, we got to get to break. Special guest. Let's get Tim Brando on the show. Right. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, this is a three and out pregame show. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again. When we come back, we're going to visit with uh, Gunnersville head coach Lance Reese. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Go Wildcats from everyone at SoCo Roofing. You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand-in-hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at 256-677-9002. We were here before the storm and we will be here after the storm. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. This is Pastor Ricky Smith of Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I hope you'll join me and the congregation for our Sunday morning worship service live on WTWX this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Michael Wilder, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I just want to take a minute to invite all junior and senior high students to come hang out and worship with us on Wednesday nights from 6 until 8 p.m. with our youth group, Momentum Student Ministries. And remember that you are loved by God and go Wildcats. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnersville Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. 
Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. Best of luck to the Wildcat student-athletes. Have a safe and healthy 2022 season from all of the physicians at Lakeside Clinic. Dr. John Bogus, Dr. Joshua Bell, Dr. Haley Gates, Dr. Morgan Jackson, Dr. Joel Milligan, Dr. Alex Nixon, Dr. Jeff Saylor, Dr. Wade Edwards, and nurse practitioners Emily Crosby, April Miller, and Amanda Rowe. Lakeside Clinic, located just behind Regions. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide an outlet to keep our kids safe. Hello, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I want to wish all the great student athletes competing on the field tonight the best of luck. And let's make 2022 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Feel free to reach out to us. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. We Wildcat fans over at Foodland across from high school are staging a gigantic sale. Three days this weekend, we're in the middle of it now. You can buy Niagara drinking water, three 24-pack count packages for 10 bucks just this weekend at Foodland. Come on, shop and save at Foodland with us. We'll be proud to wait on you. And welcome back in to another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, thanks so much for being with us again this week. And obviously last week got a big win at Douglas, another region win. Talk a little bit about the game and uh, what you saw from your team. Yeah, it was a challenge to go on the road and, and defeat a really good Douglas team. We knew that uh, just from watching film, they were uh, well prepared on both sides of the ball, really a physical offense, and uh, gave great effort on defense, well coached. So knew it was going to be tough to go in there and get the win and proud of our guys for for uh, doing what it took to come out on top. This was the first game since uh, Southside we've had to play four quarters. So the past two weeks we've – We've got our JVs in the second half, which is good, but you know when you do have to play four quarters of football, it's going to be a little strain on your guys. So good to play a physical team, uh, play for four quarters, and come out with a win. Yeah, and like you said, obviously a really physical game, and, and you guys get the win. What do you think it t tells you about the team that you've got to be able to, to go into that kind of an environment and, and pick up a really big win? Uh, you know, we're still, with, with the seven new guys on both sides of the ball, we're still kind of work in progress, and we had – you know, we had a little adversity in the first half. We turned it over two times in a row. We had a, a fumble, which led to their only touchdown in the game, a pick, uh, pick, scoop and score. And then the next time we had the ball, we uh, had an interception. So you like to see how your players are going to react to that. The, 
the defense stepped up and, and shut them down after the interception and the offense got things on track. So, uh, you know, just good to see how the, the new guys react to, to being on the road and being in a stressful situation. One of the key things you talked about coming into this season in the in the preseason was was the development of, of Antonio Spurgeon at the quarterback position. What have you seen from him through these first uh, three, four games, and, and have you seen the improvements that you and Coach Kennedy would like to see? Yeah, well, just just looking at this game, Antonio was uh, six of nine for 120 yards, and he had a, a touchdown pass, and then he had five carries for 50 yards. So truly a dual-threat guy. And then uh, looking at our offense, too, Julian Jordan and C.J. Gomera both had 10 carries apiece. Uh, Julian had 91 yards. C.J. had 118 yards. C.J. kind of broke the game open. His first carry of the night was a, big, a long touchdown run. So uh, it's been a while since we've had three different guys that we feel like can run the ball effectively, but we feel like we've got that in C.J., Julian, and Antonio. And then uh, as far as pass receiving goes, uh, Sam Kennedy was out last week but uh, with a bad ankle, but Fusell had a big night with four catches, and then John Michael had a catch as well as Evan Taylor. Uh, Evan picked up a fumble in the Douglas end zone and turned it. Uh, officially, it's 100 yards, but if you measure into the end zone, it would have been 108 yards. So, you know, Evan had two big uh, punt returns earlier against Lawrence County, and now he had that 100-yard uh, fumble recovery return. Uh, so you can just tell what kind of athlete Evan is. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Evan. I was actually going to talk about him for a minute. He's This has been two weeks and two weeks, three weeks in a row now, really. He's he's made some really big plays. Uh, he's He's got to be a guy that uh, that you know what you're going to get week in, week out. Yeah, Evan's uh, been starting for three years, and this is his first time to really play both sides of the ball. So uh, we talked about we probably need to get the ball into Evan's hands even more. So uh, depending on how they punt, he'll be back there returning punts for us. He's the guy in the middle on kickoff returns. Uh, obviously, he can – uh, playing defense, you never know when he's going to touch it. But offensively, we got to probably probably should get him a little more involved in the in the offense. Shifting our attention now to Boaz, uh, another region game. Obviously, very familiar with this team. Coach Sullivan's done a done a really good job in the last few years that he's been there. They're off to a one and two start, um, so not or one and three actually. So not exactly what Coach Sullivan would want, but I know um, that doesn't matter to you. This is a Boaz team that it's uh, got some talent on it for sure. Yeah, they uh, they played three uh, really tough games to start the season in uh, in Jacksonville, who was ranked in the top uh, top ten in four A, then a big seven A team in Alberville, and then Scottsboro, who dropped from six A to five A, and they were really in a, all three of those games. So having uh, being one and three is kind of deceiving because of the competition they played and how they uh, kind of competed in those games. They had a big win last big win last week against Crossville, fifty five to nothing. Uh, they're probably going to throw the ball more effectively than anybody we've seen this year, and uh, they're going to really spread it out. So it's going to be another challenge for us to go from a physical running attack like Douglas had to now a team that's going to spread it out and throw it all over the field this week. But you know that's what that's high school football. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah, and specifically with Boaz, uh, I know last year they they had a really good uh, running game. So this year you're expecting more of a passing game, more kind of get you guys to try and spread you out, I guess. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Coach Sullivan and his staff do a really good job, and so I'm sure they kind of evaluated who they had coming back. And uh, this year they're spreading out, throwing the ball more than I've seen his teams do in the past. But, uh, you know, when you do that, you're capable of making big plays. So we've got to do a good job not only on defense, but when we've got the ball on offense, we need to sustain those drives and keep the ball away from them because you don't want to try to get in a shootout with a team like Boaz. 
earlier in this interview, you mentioned, uh, you know, Kennedy, uh, Sam Kennedy with a little bit of a bum ankle. How's he progressing, and do we have any other uh, people we need to be worried about right now? Uh, Sam's really the only one that's injured. Ankles are kind of weird, weird things. Uh, we're fortunate to have Jonathan O'Dell, who's our, uh, you know, a really good trainer for us, and Dr. Boggess. We've also got Dr. Smith, who's an orthopedic surgeon on our sideline. So I can assure you he's getting the best care possible, and uh, Sam was up here. We're on Sunday, rehabbing it. So, you know, with his dad being the offense coordinator, everybody wants Sam back. I'd like to say Sam back just because he's a senior that's worked really hard. So, right. you, don't, you don't want to see him uh, miss games for him. And selfishly also, he's, you know, he's been a big part of our offense. So, he'll get back as soon as he can. But ankles are just kind of hard to uh, kind of hard to figure out exactly when he'll return. Good deal, Coach. We appreciate it as always. Looking forward to it tonight. All right. Thank you. Foodland is in the midst of a three-day sale this weekend. Day number two is tomorrow, folks, and you can get yourself Coke or Dr. Pepper products, three six-packs of half-liter bottles for just $10. Oh, that's only a sample. There's a buggy full of savings awaiting you this weekend at Foodland. We're across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. Sponsor of the Coach Reese Show, Foodland. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. And that was Coach Lance Reese again this week. Um, he's excited about, from when I talked to him and we talked about Douglas in the interview and out of the interview, he, um, he wasn't really – because. You could have you could have thought well, Coach Reese is probably upset with how they executed in that first half. I mean, he was definitely needs to work on execution, but he had nothing but good things to say about Douglas and how much better they are as a football team and um, how physical they were. And he's just he's just happy they went on the road and, and beat that team. Sure, and that you know some of the issues that Gunnersville has. Well, I'm not say some all the issues that Gunnersville has are correctable issues yeah. and they're and they're getting they're getting better at them. The passing game is getting better. Um, you know, so it's it's those like you're not going to you're not going to come out and be overwhelmingly negative. We say it with Saban after the Texas game. He didn't come out and just bash his players or talk bad about, you know, he talked about how hard they played. Yep. And mm-hmm. how he how he's proud that you know, and I'm sure Coach Reese feels feels the same. You could tell the Wildcats are playing hard. Oh yeah. Some of the stuff is just mental stuff, and some of the stuff is timing and all that. And you can get like when you get to week eight, nine, and you're having those issues, then you probably get a little more frustrated about it. Well, nobody but. said anyway. Nobody said that you're supposed to be playing your best football in September anyway. Right. Um, so you know, I think. I think going into the Boaz game, the same things that they need to work on, um, I think it's just a rinse and repeat from week to week. And, um, you know, let's just hope they correct some more things tonight against Boaz. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to be close. I don't, I, I I think, don't I think, think the, so either. I think the passing game will take off. You want to get some predictions here on the score? Yeah, I'll go 38-7. to seven. I think it's pretty lopsided. They score seven? Yeah, I do. I think they score it late. I just think Boaz – and listen, mad respect for Jeremy Sullivan. Love the guy. I just don't see him being able to, to move the ball effectively tonight. I just – I I don't think that offensive line is going to be able to give. And they could have – if I'm Jeremy Sullivan, I'm getting the ball out of my quarterback's hands quickly tonight in space and let and see what my athletes can do in space. I just don't think it's going to be 
I'm going to say 42 to 7. 42 zip. No points. John Davis says no points for the Defense Boaz has Pirates. been impressive. Yeah, they have. They, been. They've been impressive, but I'm going to keep my eye on that. They got a, they got a lot of work to do too. Bo- Boaz you know? got Boaz got skill, man. I, they're young, but they've got some skill on their offense. They do. They've, they've, they've got, got athletes. Playability. There's no doubt. Um, I, hey, I'm going to be keeping my eye on that Scottsboro Arab game too. Um, I really you think need it to could watch that Crossville Sardis score too. <laughs> Tony, the li- the Lions, the Lions will win that game. <laughs> uh, I expect Sardis to even their area record up to two and two tonight. Uh, but I'm, I do. I think Arab needs to watch out for the Scottsboro team, and I'll definitely be, be flipping back and forth. Um, Gosh, and what does what does Aberville do? The uh, quarterback out, Andy Howard. Yeah, I mean, he's out. Isn't he out for the season? No, he, Gosh, yeah, he tore his ACL. Yeah, tore his ACL, and then played on it. And didn't tell anybody. Didn't until tell anybody next until week. the next week, and that's that's a tough kid. And wow. I, I just hate to see that because yeah. he he is clearly their best offensive player yeah, and no doubt. playmaker. But Douglas uh, Douglas is off tonight, so they'll get a rest, and then they will pick back up next week. So that's what's going on through the county and the region, and obviously we've been talking about it a good bit here. Boaz is at Gunnersville tonight. The broadcast is coming up from inside Lee Stadium. Got to come out tonight. Yeah, come out tonight. Um, you know, we're about to send it to uh, Jeff and Greg up in the booth um, and Dr. Vagas on the field. Come out tonight because this is going to be your last chance to see Gunnersville at home for the next five weeks, I believe. October the 21st is when the Wildcats will return home. They have a bye week on the 7th. So, last chance yeah, to so catch we've got, the Cats at home. we got Boaz at home tonight mm-hmm. and then at Buckhorn, at Scottsboro, off at Arab. Yep. And then we host – this is Sardis for homecoming on the twenty first. This, this starts the toughest stretch of the season for Gunnersville tonight. I think they're I think they handle Boaz, but still it's Boaz, but I do think this starts the toughest stretch of the season. And you know, Greg is uh straight professional, but right. tonight Florida State's playing. So oh, yeah. if if there's a pause in the play by play, it's probably yeah. because Greg's got, got the uh, Florida State game pulled up on his phone and sending me hate text. So they've got they've got Louisville. So yep. good luck, uh, Greg, in your Seminoles tonight. Good luck to Greg and the Seminoles. Good luck to Gunnersville taking on Boaz tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us again. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves and each other. We're going to send it to Jeff and Greg. Y'all have a good night. Come out and support the Wildcats. Go Wildcats.